You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. When you are in this phase, you are more optimistic, seeing life as an opportunity, and so you experience more confidence in this stage than in any other. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. At the time I'm recording this episode, I am just back from a trip to Worcester to celebrate one of my nieces and one of my nephew's birthdays. I have 12 nieces and nephews, and four were born in September. Five celebrate in September, making it an active month of birthday parties. In the last episode, I continued our exploration of the cycle of change using the analogy of a card game, which was first introduced to me by IPEC Coaching. If you have not listened to the first two episodes covering the cycle of change, I recommend you go back to the episodes titled Respecting Where You Are in Your Journey and The Secret to Clarity is Reflection and Research. These are quick episodes and will catch you up on the cycle of change. I mentioned in The Secret to Clarity is Reflection and Research how I had moved into the shuffle phase and so I required more time to reflect and begin researching different options for the direction of women taking the lead. Another thing that I was fully aware of but it started to become a problem in this shuffle phase is the constant feeling I have of being busy. I feel, and I want to stress the word feel, I feel like I am always overbooked and up against several deadlines. This causes me to constantly abuse the busy word, and it impacts my mindset and how I be and show up in my life. What had been happening was I was not honoring my flow. I time blocked to get project work done and have separate time blocks for meetings and consults. But I find I am constantly giving away my project time blocks because, let's face it, I consider other people's time to be more important than my own. And here's my dirty little secret. I am constantly working on the weekends because my projects get pushed from the work week to the weekend. Don't get me wrong. I love the work I do and would probably choose to do a little bit for my business every day, but that's not what's happening. I wake up on Saturday and Sunday knowing I have to do several hours of work each day to play catch up before the work week begins all over again on Monday. I'm done with that. So on Saturday, when I thought through what was happening and what I really wanted in this next cycle of change for women taking the lead, I realized I don't want to be doing project work every weekend. So I moved all my tasks to the coming week so I couldn't give my time away. Wish me luck and send me your love and energetic support as I commit to taking better care of myself while leaving other people feeling honored and supported. Now, on to the next phase the deal phase. In the cycle of change using the card game analogy, the deal phase comes after the shuffle phase, which we talked about in the last episode, and before playing the game, which we'll talk about in the next episode. The deal phase is marked by an increase in activity. This will include networking, testing out interests or experimenting, training, and skill building. Thus, the plan that was developed in the shuffle phase is beginning to be put into action. You will have more energy and a more positive attitude because you now can actually do something. You are following a path. 
you have a direction to go in. You're open to new experiences, new people, and preparing yourself for the intensity of the next phase. When you are in this phase, you are more optimistic, seeing life as an opportunity, and so you experience more confidence in this stage than in any other. You are the proverbial, adventurous student of life, eager to stretch, learn, and grow in new directions. When you first enter this stage, you will shy away from making commitments. Remember, this is the phase of experimenting, and because of this, you'll tend to want to keep your options open and take things one step at a time. Before entering the next phase, you'll make a firm commitment to trust yourself in the choice you have made. In the next phase, you will be assessing and evaluating the plan, but what's important in the deal phase is your ability to move to the point where you can make a choice to move forward and make something happen. Here, you'll also be looking around for allies, mentors, and guides who can help see you through the next phase successfully. You're now developing a new plan that will take you beyond networking and experimenting. You will identify one or more goals for the next phase, and the work at the end of the deal phase is to have a strategy and a plan formed. Anticipation, excitement, and energy will increase as you gain more clarity around these pieces. And there's also fear of failure or success, likely a combination of both, but you will be poised for action. What will be helpful to you in this phase is having a vision of what success will look like in the next phase. This will not only get you excited for what's to come, but may also help you to identify any gaps in resources or training that you will need to set yourself up for success. In the last phase, you are identifying your core values and how you wanted to live your life. Here, it's also important to know what brings you alive, what value you want to bring, and at least a sense of what your purpose or mission is. If you can connect your goals to these things, it will fuel your fire. Don't overthink purpose, mission, and the value you want to bring. This can be something you experiment with in this phase. For instance, in my case, I can boil down my purpose to the statement, my purpose is to wake people up to how awesome they already are so they can get on with their purpose. That is clearly tied to the goals I have for women taking the lead, and yes, it fuels my fire. It motivates me on the days when I can't see progress or I just don't feel like it. Start with the change you'd like to see in the world and let it unfold from there. If you are externally motivated, have an accountability partner or group for this phase. This will keep you from backtracking. It's not to say you can't pivot based on what you're learning from your networking and experimenting. Forward movement coming from informed decisions is what you're looking for here. The accountability is about ensuring for you that this is what's happening. As always, having trusted advisors who have your highest good at heart and who can listen intently cheer you on, and help you clarify your next steps is priceless. If you have someone like this who is also great at setting priorities and making a plan, especially if it's not your forte, bonus. If you are in this phase and you haven't yet read my book, Accomplished How to Go from Dreaming to Doing, I'm going to strongly encourage you to do so. A lot of what you need to do to navigate the deal phase successfully is in this book. From creating a vision for success, to getting at your core values, your purpose and mission, superpowers, and even creating goals and designing a plan are in Accomplished. It's a tool you don't want missing from your toolkit. 
And if you have read Accomplish and you're finding yourself in the deal phase, read it again. This book is a process that will take you to new levels of knowing yourself and finding success with each reading. Okay, that's the deal phase. We only have one more phase to cover, which is playing the game phase. And I'll be doing that in the next 100% Jody episode. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.